the default mode network of a lot of people who have not had that push, who have not had that drive, who have just lived the nine to five is, oh, is this really possible? Should I go back to my job? Hang on, let's go back to the computer. Yes, boss, no boss, whatever boss. Can I shit boss? Thank you, boss. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Okay, good morning, good evening, good afternoon everybody, welcome to another episode of The Success Shift. My apologies for being a little bit um, rushed this morning. Um, I was, like I said, just looking for my lovely water bottle. I'm doing a 75 hard challenge at the moment, we're into day 25 and water consumption is a big part of it and I'm actually really enjoying water consumption. I got this one litre bottle, which was originally an orange juice bottle from Sweden, but it's great. However, as I was saying before, my son likes to play with it and you now can carry it around far enough to roll it under bits of furniture and it goes missing. So it's a bit of a hide and seek game every morning. But I love it. One of the things I'm grateful for is my son's continuous growth and the ability to watch him and, you know, being putting my putting my life in a direction which has sacrifices and struggles, but allows me to benefit in ways such as this, being here while my son grows up, playing games with him, being, you know, just on the other side of a door from him all day, seeing him grow, seeing him develop. I'm, I'm f- unbelievably grateful for, for that as an opportunity. I'm super grateful for the opportunity and connections and network that has gotten me here and that continues to help me grow. You know, I'm super grateful for water. I'm super grateful for the ability to travel. I'm super grateful for my health. My back is feeling a bit better. Still not 100%, but we're up on the rise back to good health, which means I can get back into my exercise again, which I'm really looking forward to. Doing the 75 hard challenge, you need to do two workouts a day. So I've been doing a lot of walking. Usually I carry my son on my back for one walk and do a proper workout for the first. But um, with this injury, I've just been walking kind of on my own twice a day and I'm looking forward. My body's feeling a bit like it needs to get rid of some more energy. So now that I'm getting back on my feet, I'm super grateful for my good health, my my um, body that's becoming strong and fit again. I'm super grateful for great healthy food and the ability to walk five minutes down the road and get it at the, um, <clears throat> you know, basically the knock of a door. So lots of stuff to be grateful for today. It's a beautiful day. It's weather's out. People are happy, um, which is sometimes few and far between in in the middle of a city, but it's really nice. So find what you're grateful for today. Chuck it in the chat. I am going to continue to push gratitude because it is a great way to break up the negative spiral of thoughts that we have. It's a great way to find and shift our vibration from whatever it may be in the day to a positive and happy one. And if we can elevate our vibrations to a happy and joyful one, things just work. I was listening to a podcast just this morning on my walk 
from Aubrey Marcus and Sadhguru. And he was saying, they were talking about why Sadhguru does all this stuff for people, why he's always helping, why he's you know, always managing to do stuff. And is it hard work to continue to be so giving? And his simple answer was that when you are full of joy, you are happy to help. If I said, could you just grab my keys for me over there and you're full of joy, you're like, yeah, sure, no worries, not a problem. If I come to you, hey, could you do me a favor and you're full of joy, you're like, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't mind. If you're in a sad, miserable mood, it's like, oh, something else I have to do. But he simply just fills himself with joy all the time, which means that he has no problem helping people and just lives a blissful state, which allows him to carefree, carefree, be in a carefree state and help and give and provide and share and do for others as much as he possibly can, simply because he's elevated his vibration to such a high level that he's just radiating joy and happiness. Okay. And this is one of my lovely sayings that I like to think of every time I get into a bad state or I feel feel like I'm being forced to do something I don't want to. I say, you can only fill other cups from your overflowing cup. If my cup's not overflowing and continuing to be filled, you know, like a fountain does, it overflows and fills up that around it. If you've got so much in your cup and you're trying to fill up others, you're just emptying yourself. So you need to find a way to get your cup overflowing and then use that overflow to fill up those people, the cups of the people around you. Okay. And this is the same concept to what he was talking about. And this is why we find gratitude every morning because doing that shifts your elevation into this happy, joyful state. And with that, then you can carefree, still can't use it correctly. Then you can, in a carefree state, fill up and bring joy to those around you. Okay. So like I said, gratitude in the chat, please grateful for time with my grandchildren yesterday. I love that. I'm grateful for the job that I get to do. That's awesome. When you love your job and you're not really working, I'm grateful for peanut butter and banana for breakfast. Yum. That sounds great. I'm grateful for the opportunity to join this group of grateful individuals. It truly is a joy to be a part of this. I love Love, love hearing that. Grateful for this morning. Grateful for life. Grateful. Great. Good morning. I'm slow getting on here. That's okay. Still getting on here. Doesn't matter how slow. Okay. So today (coughs) we are going to be talking about is default mode network and the direct mode of thinking. Okay. I touched on this yesterday and decided that I wasn't going to have enough time to talk about it all. So we're going to dive into it today. I'm grateful for fresh new starts. Yes. It's always nice to have a clean slate. Um, I'm grateful just as I look out my window here, I think he's about 85 and he's just walked out rocking an awesome kiss shirt and this like vest on, and he just looks happy as all hell. And that just brings a smile to my face. So I'm very grateful for the joy of the elderly still trying to live young youth, live in their youth, which is amazing. Okay. Today, default mode network. Direct mode. We were talking about, um, Mel Robbins talks a lot about this, and this is where I first heard about it before I continued my research. Um, she talks about Dan Gilbert of Harvard University, who wrote this book, Stumbling Stumbling on Happiness, which I'm yet to read. He says that 46.9% of the time we are in autopilot mode. What is autopilot mode? This is the subconscious. This is the the habits and behaviors that we have. These are the thought patterns. These are all the things that we do without thinking. Autopilot is our subconscious. It's that behavior and those routines that we just find ourselves doing over and over and over again. Like sometimes you drive the same path. You you start on one road. There was one of mine where I used to live as a young kid, young, 17, 18. You start on the road, you get to the end and you're like, how did I even get here? Like 
I was so off in my thought, but you were able to drive so smoothly and subconsciously along this road. These behaviors are autopilot. And most of us live in this kind of frame of mind at 46.9% of the time. This is our default mode. And direct mode is the opposite to that. So this is the mode where we are present in the moment. This is where we're consciously aware of our thoughts. This is where we are choosing a direction, a path to follow, and we're going, hang on, this is the thought that I want to think. This is the behavior that I want to have. This is the thing that I want to do. Not, oh, I'm just doing this because that's what society has grained into me, or I'm doing this because my mom wants me to, or I'm doing this because that's what my wife tells me to do every single day. But this is the direct mode where we're going, what does Jake really want to do? And let's think this through and let's move our body with intention to do those things. Okay. It's deliberately choosing your response. You're choosing your on-chart behavior. When you get to a certain start stage when you're trading and you see the candle close and you hit your stop loss and you, all of a sudden you see yourself automatically going, scanning the charts. Okay, where's this next entry? I'm going to like up my, and you see yourself automatically up, upping your lot size or you see it going against you. And for some reason, you're just automatically moving the mouse to the stop loss sign and starting to drag it backwards, even though you know you shouldn't be doing those things. These automatic behaviors that you're doing over and over again, driven by fear that you're like, whoa, I need to stop and break the habit, pattern interrupt. We need to bring awareness and conscious awareness to the behaviors that we're doing and go, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to keep living in this cycle? Or am I going to bring my conscious awareness to a thing whatever it may be for you that disrupts that and that I'm choosing to do that is going to better me and move me forward. For example, the most recent one that I've added to my list, I've added an after checklist list. So something, a process to go through after my trade closes. If you've got my emotional journal, you know, I talk about emotions before, during, and after a trade. So why not have checklists and routines and systems in place for before, during, and after. We've got before. What's our trade setup like? Where are we entering? What things are we looking for for our entry? Has it got the right risk to reward? Has it got the right risk management? This is getting ready for the trade. This is our before. When we're in a trade, we have trade management systems. What are our exits? What are we doing in order to minimize our risk? What are we doing to maximize our profits? We should have systems and a trading checklist or an exit, so a management checklist, let's call it, for how we behave on the charts during a trade. But how many of us have a checklist for what happens after the trade? You know, let's disrupt the emotion patterns. Let's make sure we're journaling. Let's make sure we're adding it to our calendar. Let's make sure that uh, our compound sheet, sorry. Let's make sure that we're adding it into our journal or whatever it is that you've, you've got there. What is it that you can do a systematic bunch of steps to level yourself, to remove the emotion from the previous trade? Okay, think about these things. These are a way to go from default mode to direct mode. Our default mode network is basically a bunch of neurons. We spoke about this. So what why what what fires together wires together. And the default mode network is a bunch is a network of neurons inside the brain that has been there from very early on that just keeps coming back. It just like it's the base. So when something happens or usually when things go bad, it just comes to this default mode and this is just our routine way of thinking. It's our self-narrative. It's our automatic um, behaviors, all this sort of stuff. So these are the things that make you feel a certain way. Usually when she hits the fan, and I'm sure we've all been there, Chuck, some ones in the chat if you've been here where she hits the fan and things go, oh, all bad. You just find yourself back in the same place, self-pity, 
um, saying the same things over again, you know, the negative self-talk, the negative narrative, oh, can I really do this? I'm no good. This is impossible. Why am I doing this? Maybe I should go back to my job. See all these thoughts that come in just like almost automatically. You don't even have to think about, Jake, get out of my head. You are on the mark today. That's because I've been there, Judy. Don't worry. I've been there and I've gotten through, okay? It is possible to get through. And as we start to shift these processes, you will learn that it's very possible for you to do it too. That's my pity party, lol, right? But I've been there. Why am I doing this? Oh, is it really worth it for me? Can I really do this? Is it actually possible? Is this all just a scam? Is it all just a big dream? No, it is real. You just have to fucking work through the hard stuff. Okay, you have to get through these challenges and you have to change the default mode network in your brain to go from a negative place to a positive place. Okay, think about those successful people that you've heard. I'm sure you've heard of people who have made it to millions of dollars. They've got a big CEO company, right? And then something happens. Something happens, some legal bullshit, maybe some scam goes on, they go bankrupt, whatever it is. Six months later, they're back with a new million dollar CEO business, the, the CEO of another million dollar business or shit, it's the fan. They end up with nothing. And then before you know it, they're onto another venture. And, you know, I was had an interview with DJ Barton. He was a top recruiter in one of his companies. Something happened in the back end. What happened? He moved to another company. Boom, straight to the top. Same shit happened. Boom, straight to the top of the next one. Why is this? Why is it that some people have learned the skill set that no matter what happens, no matter what they go to, they fly to the top because, and this is crucial, because they've changed their default mode network. They have acquired skill, which has put them in a position which has shifted their identity to believe in themselves to a level that most people don't. Let me ask you this. Don't know if everyone here can ride a bike, but when you first learned to ride a bike, maybe you can't remember because it's too far back. <clears throat> maybe we could use a car. Let's say you, you first learned to drive a car. Then maybe you have a ding, you hit a car, something happens. Do you then go back to, oh my God, I got to learn how to drive a car again. I've got no idea what the hell I'm doing. Ah, panic, freak out. No, you go, shit, I know how to drive a car, but maybe I should just tweak it a little bit so I don't do that same thing again. This is the exact same thing with this business entrepreneurial traders mindset, right? <clears throat> I've built a business to a million dollars. It's all gone. But now I know that I'm the person who can do that and build this business to a million dollars. So I'm going to brush the dirt off my shoulders, get back on my feet, fucking go at it again. And before you know it, I will be in the same position I was with a different company doing the same shit, but doing it better. This is no different to trading, okay? This is no different to trading. You have to go through a process. Now, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> okay. This identity is matched with someone who is capable of doing greatness again. Okay. You need to change the default mode network to a positive behavioral reinforcement. Okay. Not self-pity, not the negative, not the spiral of, you know, self-degradation um, or anything like that. You need to change the default network so that when you start to hit these spirals or when you do things that are great, have direct thought and go, okay, this is what is going to be my new default mode network. This is what I'm going to think about myself. You know, the, let's go back to the millionaires who had success. Okay, shit, it's a fan. They go, okay, my default mode network is I can work hard. I can grind. I can pull things out. I can, who can I meet? Who can I connect with? What can I do? How can I just get back on my feet and do it again? That is the default mode network of someone who's had success and can do it over and over again. 
the default mode network of a lot of people who have not had that push, who have not had that drive, who have just lived the nine to five is, oh, is this really possible? Should I go back to my job? Hang on. Let's go back to the computer. Yes, boss. No, boss. Whatever, boss. Can I shit, boss? Thank you, boss. Because you don't know any better. You don't know any different. But we can change that. It's a process. And I love this analogy that Mel Robbins used. You know, this is where this imposter syndrome comes from because you get to a point where something happens and then you shovel back to your default mode network. Oh, am I really worthy of this? Should I be doing this? Uh, this is that fear state. You need to push past that imposter syndrome and you need to keep pushing and start being direct in your thought pattern and go, yes, I'm possible. Yes, I'm capable of this. Yes, I can do all these things. I just have to start shifting my belief system, which will then shift my identity, which will give me the ability to act in a way with an attitude and a mindset and a grit that is that of someone who is successful, of that of someone who is a seven-figure trader. Okay, now this was a great analogy from Mo Robbins where she said, if you write right-handed and I ask you to write a letter left-handed, it's going to be messy, it's going to be ugly, and you know, after a while, you might end up cramping. But we're going to transition and we're going to make sure that you become capable with your left hand. How many of you think that it is possible to write with your left hand? Check some ones in the chat if you think it is possible. Even if it takes a few years to get the skill level there. Check some ones in the chat if you think it's very possible to write with your opposite hand, let's say. Yes, one, ones. Okay. Because it is. It's a like that's not a hard belief to have. It's not a hard belief to go, I've been writing years with my right hand. You know what? It might be ugly. It might be messy. It might be all over the place. But yeah, sure, with a bit of training, a bit of effort, a little bit of practice, I can get my left hand writing pretty good. This is the exact same thing with the default mode network being a negative spiral and shifting it to a positive, reinforcing, really consciously aware, positive cycle, default mode network. Okay. It's not going to happen overnight. You don't just go here, write a letter. Oh, I can't do it. Left hand, not, not going to happen. It's going to take time again. You're going to write, you're going to get a cramp. You're going to be like, oh, this is hard. Going with my right hand. No, I want to be able to do left hand. Let's go back to my left hand and keep going. And over a little bit of time, three, four years, maybe a few months for some people because they're faster learners, maybe even longer for other people because they're slow learners or they don't have the same ambition or they don't have the same drive or they don't have the want as much of others to be able to write with the left hand. It's going to take time. It's going to take practice. But trust me when I say, if you have the will and you keep going, you will be able to write with your left hand. The exact same thing. If you have the will and you keep going, you will be able to have conscious thought more than enough times so that your default mode network shifts to something that goes, yes, I can do this. I want you to think in your head, not when you miss a trade, go, oh man, is this really for me? What did I do? It's, oh, okay. Did I follow my trading rules? Yes. Who cares about the trade? Different identity, different default mode network, different automatic thinking. Okay. I can guarantee you that when we're on a call, yesterday we were on a call, two trades in a row, stop, full stop loss. Teresa, I'm, I think, hit her stop loss. Do you think she went, oh, no, I don't know how to trade. I, I'm no good at this. This is shit. No, nah, I can't do this anymore. Is this for me? Is this even real? No, of course not. She went, oh, that sucked. All right, next one. Simple as that. Her default mode network is so different to that of someone who is, who is starting because she knows that it's possible. She knows that she's capable. So she doesn't depict her self-worth on every single trade. Because over a longevity, over a long time, a long period of time, she's seen the results. She knows it works. 
Now, for some months, we haven't seen the results. But the problem with that is it's kind of this self-fulfilling prophecy. When we don't see the results, we haven't seen them yet. We have a loot loss. We have a bad trade. And we go, oh, this isn't for me. So you start to shift and change and alter. And then, unfortunately, that means you're not trading the same anymore. You're trading something slightly different. And then that doesn't work. So you shift and change and alter. Go back to your trading plan. And you just keep going around this circle where you change very quickly. And then that doesn't work. So you change again and that doesn't work. And then you just end up in this spiral of like, what is going to work? I don't have enough time to actually base any growth. You need to stick to a plan and go, ah, okay. I can see that actually after a certain period of time, this does play out. This is beneficial. But I've stuck with it long enough to actually see some of that. Oh, okay. It does work. I can trust in the system now. So therefore, I'm not going to want to deviate from my rules as much. But as soon as we start changing and deviating from our rules and constantly chopping and changing, we're stuck in this loop of, oh, it didn't work. I'm going to defy my trading plan. Oh, okay. Now I've got to write a trading plan according to this. Oh, that didn't work. So I've got to defy my trading plan. And then you're just stuck. Whereas if you go, yes, I'm going to stick to it. Oh, cool. Over time, that actually did work. So now I'm more trusting and sticking with my trading plan. Sweet. And then you stick with your trading plan for longer. And it's, oh, look at that. It's working even more. This builds our identity. This builds a different default mode network. Okay. Once you start changing how you think, because changing how you think can change your life. I want you to catch that negative thought and direct it into something deliberate. Okay. Whether you truly believe you can or you truly believe you can't, you are correct. This lovely saying I've used so much this week because the way you think is the direction your life will go. So whether you truly believe you can do something and you think you can, that's the way it goes. Whether you truly believe you can't do something and you think you can't, that is the way it will go. Okay? Sometimes it just takes time, but we need to continue to bring the conscious self-awareness to each situation and go, hang on, what am I thinking right now? Have I got a negative spiral, a negative self-talk, a negative self-narrative? Am I spiraling into this default mode network, which is not serving me? Can I, at this moment in time, shift that to a direct mode of thinking, a mode of thinking that goes, hang on, I'm going to choose my thoughts. I'm going to choose my direction. I'm going to choose my belief. And that is that I'm fucking great and I'm very capable and I can do this. I'm extremely disciplined. I can follow my trading plan. And look, I can get results. It only takes one week of following your trading plan and seeing results to completely shift your entire way of thinking and your entire trust in the system and your entire trust in your ability. <clears throat> but as soon as you try to deviate from the trading plans and you deviate from your rules, then you're never going to be able to find that trust. And you're always going to default to something that is not serving you. Okay? I hope that made sense. I hope this has really tried to maybe shift a perspective. And now remember, this is a process, okay? So sometimes you'll hear information at the right time and it will click. This is that paradigm shift. Sometimes you'll hear the one sentence and your whole mind will just, two different sections will donk and everything will be like, oh, okay, that makes so much sense. Sometimes you might not be ready for certain information. Sometimes you're still trying to learn the baby steps and then you'll come back to something later and you'll be like, oh, remember that time when Jake was talking about that thing maybe six months ago? Now I understand it. Give yourself a break. Take the time, but be consistent. Be consistent in your changes, be consistent in your thoughts, and be consistent in your self-appreciation. Because you're not helping yourself by being negative, by dragging yourself down, by having this default mode network that actually talks negatively to you. We need to put the time and effort in to shift 
our default mode network from what it currently is to something that's direct, positive, and empowering. Something that uplifts us and something that drives us forward towards our goals and not pulls us away back to the lifestyle that we're trying to get out of. Most people are trying to get the skill of trading so they can break free of something or so that they can chase a pleasure or something, bring it closer. It's all we're doing is breaking away from something or chasing something down. Okay? So shift your mindset, shift your belief so that we can make that happen. You can get there. I promise you. Remember, it's a game of attrition. It's just a matter about who's if you're willing to work harder and longer than other people to a point where you can get the skill set. And it doesn't care what, how long other people take. All it cares is, are you willing to outwork yourself to a point where you can shift your identity? And you can put in all the work and nothing changes. And then all of a sudden, it all starts to fall in place and you become this new person. And you're like, holy shit, all these years of work and struggle and growth and development. I can feel it now. I can see it. I'm moving in a diff different direction. I'm moving in a direction that I really didn't think was possible, but now is happening. Trust me, I'm talking from experience. I've been in the struggles. I've been in the trenches. I'm still fighting my way out, but I'm on my way out. And I know that with all certainty. Okay? Right. To my traders, let's jump onto the trading call. Make sure that you've read your trading plan. Make sure that you've got your journal in front of you, open, ready to write out. Make sure that you've done your brain warm-up. Make sure that you know your lot size. Make sure that you understand your risk management for, the day, for today. Make sure that everything's in front of you that you've done your checklist, that you've been to the toilet, that you're already ready to go, okay? To those listening on the podcast, much love, and I'll speak to you again next week. We have some good interviews coming out tomorrow. There'll be one dropped with Bailey Powell, which is great, very young, inspirational entrepreneur. Actually, no, sorry. By the time this drops out, the one coming up will be um, James Leon. James Leon is tomorrow, shall I say. So if you're listening on the podcast, James Leon is the next episode to drop. Uh, absolutely amazing time spent with him. Okay, much love, everyone. I'll chat again soon.